1: Welcome to the latest in a series of podcasts from the Journal Star Editorial Board interviewing candidates for the at-large City Council election. Today we have with us Brandon Martin, one of the 15 candidates for City Council. I'm Chris Kiergaard, Journal Star Associate Editor, with Dennis Anderson, Journal Star Executive Editor. Good
2: morning. Good morning.
1: Brandon, thank you for being here. No, and thanks for having me. Talk to us first about uh, a little about yourself and what it is that motivates you to run for city council.
2: Yeah. So uh, my name is Brandon Martin. Born in uh, central Illinois. Uh, I've been uh, creating my own businesses from the ground up since the age of 12. Um, I currently own or am part owner of nine uh, distinct uh, businesses here locally. Most of them are based in uh, Peoria. Um, You know, I just... I care greatly about the community, and I'm, 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 I think there's time to, this is the time to make a difference, and I'm ready to step up and uh, get involved, and, um, you know, I think, we need, we need help, and I think it needs a fresh fresh face and fresh ideas to the city council, and I'm willing to uh, take the time and uh, make a difference. So.
0: What have you been doing to prepare yourself for a job like this?
2: <sighs> lots of meetings, uh, lots of sit-downs, coffees, lunches, uh, attending different meetings and organizations, um, reading over budgets and trying to, uh, you know, everybody's, there's two sides to every story, so I'm really trying to learn how a lot of things work um, in the community and um, uh, at city. Uh, I'm only previewed to certain items uh, at this time but you know I want to see what we can fix and make more efficient and run more smoothly and um, not try to you know cost the taxpayers as much money um, what are you hearing from people you know i mean people are frustrated i mean all they see is more taxes more fees and they want to know why nothing's being done about it um, you know it's a it's a tricky question a tricky answer as well because it's not just one person's fault, I mean it's been happening for years and and you know there's things we have to battle, like pensions and that sort of stuff and and how do we combat that um, you know one big thing I like to tell people that uh, a lot of cities are, are across the country are uh, struggling with this you know they've been based on sales tax for so long, and since the dot coms and the amazons and stuff uh, that's a hard um, revenue to replace you know so you really have to dig deep and think outside the box to figure out a solution for that, and it's really hard for a lot of areas to um, accomplish that. Um, for example, you know, Joliet gets uh, is now the hub, and, and they get a tax based on them. You know, uh, origin tax rather than the destination tax, and they're enjoying that uh, perk because they're they're receiving the funds from it. But it doesn't help us out who we're actually receiving the product but you can't you know I tell people it's really really hard to go back to hundred percent brick and mortar because you've you've opened up the access to the entire world of items and, and products at a cheaper rate and it's at your doorstep in a, in 24 to 48 hours um, so that's hard to do so we've got to think outside the box and how we can bring other revenues in uh, without just raising uh, taxes and fees so. so so how do you
1: how do you do that you, you talk about having a an, and and I'm, I'm quoting here from your survey an aggressive business plan to entice new and different businesses to come to Peoria. But uh, unpack that for
2: us. Yeah. So I I think that we have the ability, We have great resources here in, in Peoria and Central Illinois in general. We've got a very low cost of living compared to other places in the country. Uh, we've got uh, access for many modes of transportation, um, and we've got a lot of resources here as far as uh, businesses are concerned. Uh, we've got a good education program, I feel, as, as far as the collegiate level, and we have to figure out how to retain those people. We have to get those people to want to stay here and live here. Um, without increasing the rate percentage-wise, we have to get more people to spend more money, and the only way to do that is to get more people to move to the city. So, um, you know, reaching out in some of these meetings is figuring out what are we missing uh, for key components for new employees for you guys, or what's coming out of Bradley and ICC that other businesses could directly um, uh, benefit from. Uh, for example, the Bradley's got a great program that a lot of people don't talk about is their gaming uh, development. Um, you know, is anyone reaching out to EA or any of these big you know companies that could directly benefit from having this uh, and put satellite offices in here and, and start to grow a small base. You know, if it's five or 10 jobs, that's five or 10 jobs we didn't have. So, I mean, we, we I don't think we're going to find a 250-person company that's going to start here next month. But, you know, as we start to reach out, and, and my... My plan is that we build a um, a, a team of people uh, within the city, uh, whether they work for the city now or local entrepreneurs or business owners that uh, you know care about the city, and we can start to reach out and find out these programs that are out there uh, that can help other companies and, and let them know that they can move here.
1: So, so city economic development and and the economic development council aren't doing these things right now.
2: Um, if they are, they're doing it at such a small level that there's not much buzz about it. And I don't know if that's just prop, improper marketing or or advertising that they're doing that, or or they're not. And you know. I've got to get in there to be able to find out exactly what is actually happening and, uh, you know, make it more efficient and make it a bigger product. I mean, if they're not, in my mind as a business owner, if you're not developing that and reaching out, you know, there's a big, big misunderstanding there, so.
0: What involvement up to this point have you had with um, city government or conversations you've had with uh, other
2: elected people? Minimal. I mean, just my, I, I do a lot of revitalization of homes, um, so just little permits and stuff like that. Nothing uh, major. I've, we've put together some things in some private groups uh, to reach out. We haven't had very good success with. Uh, um, feedback from the city. Uh, Is it not the right person? Uh, You know, so I'm learning that as I go is who's the person that, you know, makes the decisions um, and who can figure that out. And if they don't, we need to make sure that we get the right person in place for that. You know, if we've got somebody that's in a certain position that isn't developing, they're specific area, we've got to make sure that the person's the right fit for that job.
1: Is there a challenge there with, with transparency at the city? And and I, I want to follow that up with asking how familiar you are with their one-stop shop on, on business development and, and how effective that is.
2: I don't personally reach out to it. I, I've met with uh, other uh, entrepreneurs and, and startup companies and stuff like that. And They've gotten better, um, but I think there's room for improvement. Um, when I, I remember hearing, you know, you'd hear horror stories about you just can't get anything done, nobody's friendly, and it's just a, a complicated mess, and nobody wants to work with you. And I think they've improved that, uh, but I want to improve that more. I mean, we need to be, what can we do to help you, rather than it just being a bunch of hoops with fire all around them? And, and not to say that that's the way it exactly is, but we should just be reaching our arms out to, you know, how can we assist you? How can we help with this process? Because... That just helps everybody out. You know, they're all struggling with the budget and, and deficits and, and, and pension. This is a very, very easy solution that really wouldn't cost the city much money to do. It just, to me, is common sense, and, it, and it's, sometimes it gets uh, missed and, you know, need a little more clarification on it. <laughs>
0: Is at-large uh, position you're responsible for reaching out to all, all the city uh, residents. Yes. How much uh, have you gotten to
2: East Bluff and the south side and north side? Uh, yeah you know I've, I've went and walked the neighborhoods uh, with some of the, the local members that have reached out or you know I've tried to make myself available um, you know getting their angles and seeing what the problem is and then going and, and then trying to see how we can address those issues you know everybody's got problems right but nobody really has solutions and that's what I'm looking for the community is at, at large like you said it's not one district you, you've got to encompass the entire you know all the areas so that's a, very overwhelming I mean it's very overwhelming for you know I'm very efficient I consider myself very efficient and I Do it. Uh, I run a lot of companies at once. I use technology to my advantage, and this is a lot of information coming in at once. I I think I'm doing a great job at managing it, um, but I want help with the community. I mean, again, if you got a problem, let's come up with a solution. Because, and that's why I'm meeting with these people. Because your idea might not be perfect, and your my idea might not be perfect, but you combine the two ideas together they turn out to a very good solution and, and you just got to be able to morph that into a solution that works for everybody. So, um, you know, I'm open. I, I'm signing up for any of their, their uh, organizations they have, the uh, you know, neighborhood committees and stuff like that to come visit and they've invited me and I'm trying to attend all of them uh, as much as possible. It, you know, there's, <laughs> as you- what are like three major concerns uh, for the South side? Um, development. There's no, there's no, there's no development in residential. Um, and I, it It's not an issue of um you know we've got to get the, the real issue I guess is to get people to invest in it um I think their big concern is safety um that you know that's the biggest thing I get all the time is safety, safety, safety. we've got this stuff, and so you know you meet with police and you figure out how we can make this and and there's uh you again, there's two sides of the story, so you've got to get somebody that wants to commit to fixing that safety problem uh, rather than just making a call and then wanting to be, you know, not hurt anymore. And and I get the safety issue from them not wanting to do that. But, you know, we've got to get people that want to really fix the problems. Um, so safety, um, you know, affordable living, you know, we've got to get – and it doesn't have to be um, – Cheap, it can be very uh, affordable. I mean, affordable is a, is a loose term. A lot of people use, but I think that they need that. And I think education, I think, is you know important for the, for down in, in uh, you know that area. And it's not just a school thing. It's a. I'm a big life skills guy. I know I'm not running for city or for a school board, but you know we've got to figure out a way that we can uh, work with the city and the school board to build in some sort of life skills development. Um, Uh, for the kids because you know at high school in my opinion it's too late to try to you know help a student or or develop uh you know you you learn stuff you know you learn how to push in the chairs and open the doors for people and say thank you and you're welcome and look at people in their eyes their face when you're talking to them and and that's also technology's fault too i mean no matter where in the city you're at technology still affects us all i mean we we've all got the neck neck down syndrome and we've started to lose that personal connection and um you know, in my mind, we just lose. Uh, we do long math or, or the square root of something or pi, and and where else do we ever really use that again in our life? But we don't really have, um, you know, the proper things. In my mind, is 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 how to communicate with other humans, and and uh, I think that will go a really really long way in the uh, end result of what they're trying to achieve, which is growth and jobs and ed, you know education and life and safety as well. So
1: and and you know both the unemployment and underemployment are are serious concerns there, as as well as educational attainment, the city really has not gotten its arms around those larger problems or or really come forward with with any city-specific, here's what city hall, city government is going to do to address these things. Part of that, I I think we would argue, has been that it's been difficult to get buy-in from parts of the community that aren't visibly immediately affected and and I say it that way because all of the city is affected by these these problems in South Peoria the East Bluff the North Valley how do you make people in in those less visibly affected parts of the city care about finding those solutions
2: well that's what I'm working on I mean it's a it's a struggle I, I you find the, the select leaders of the community, and, and you got to build off of that. I mean, I feel that's what that's the only way you're going to achieve it. I don't think that uh, – uh, I think there's too much of a breakdown between the, the city and, and those communities because I don't know if they don't trust or they don't believe in that um, – particular method so i think we need someone in the communities that want to get together and and start to assemble and it's going to start small and it's going to build out and that's and that's what it has to take well
1: the the city spent a couple hundred thousand dollars on a a study and and did large-scale and small-scale community meetings trying to identify not-for-profit leaders trying to identify social service agency leaders trying to identify rank and file members of the community who could come together and and They did. They had people step forward and put their name down for for smaller group committees. Still no action. What else should City Hall be doing to tackle this gigantic problem that affects all of us in in terms of use of of resources, police department, fire department, use of tax dollars, spreading out of of the burden because of a a disinvestment and and lack of of property tax income coming from those areas of the community?
2: Um, accountability I think is is huge so I've got to look and see exactly who you know if there's a follow up or is there a push or you know some you said someone do someone does put their name out that they're willing to help so where did that disconnect happen i mean why did that if someone was truly putting their name out there why wasn't there a follow up or why wasn't there an, uh, a push to make make more progress with it and then I, unfortunately i don't know the answer to that so that's what's something I'll have to dig into and, and figure out why and what, what else we can do about it. Did you it. attend any of those community meetings? I did not, no. 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 Okay. Okay.
1: I, I want to go back to economic development for a minute because you, you talked about really needing to to reach out to, to some of these newer, more, more emerging industries that we might have a connection to. A lot of City Hall economic development has involved dangling incentives in front of people, either because they ask for them or or we think that that that's what's going to help bring people here. Uh, What should we be doing differently in in terms of those incentives?
2: Well, incentives, I think, is a two-way street. I mean, if someone's wanting an incentive you know, they've got to have some skin in the game, too. I mean, there's got to be back to accountability. If they're going to want to – if they want something, they're going to have to make some sort of commitment or something in return. I'm not 100% against it. I mean, I don't think we should be giving away the boat, uh, but we also – you know, there needs to be accountability. I mean, there's multiple deals that, you know, are just – why did we do them? Why are we doing them? Why would we even entertain them? Or, you know, what other ways could we have gone about doing it? And – you know, it's. I think you're going to have to have some of it, but there's going to have to be accountability from both from both parties, and it's got to be fair. I mean, it, and it's got to be a. When we look at things like that, it's got to be something that is. Um. um not just a one-party, one-biased a uh, point of view or decision. It, it needs to be someone that's outside of, who personally benefits from it, or 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 benefits mm-hmm. in general from it, and I think that's one thing that we can incorporate. uh, There's so many people I've talked to that have volunteered to you know, offer solutions and and ideas to help figure out, you know, if we're looking at a particular industry, it doesn't need to be something that, A, we are paying for as a city or a taxpayer that the person wanting to do the business should be responsible for paying for, but it's also not something that they should be deciding who gets to help them with their their evaluation of of the product or the industry move. And that's that's big because, you know, there's too much one-sided stuff, I I feel like, in a lot of any business dealings and i think if you bring especially when you're dealing with taxpayer money there needs to be someone that's outside of the deal that is helping make the decisions rather than people who have never worked in that particular industry or that sector of of the world i mean that's what what do i know about medical i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't go give my advice on someone who was you know gonna have surgery so why would someone who doesn't know anything about um you know machining be involved in in that decision um
0: City Council just completed a budget for this year and mm-hmm. made a lot of cuts on staff, <clears throat> Excuse me, increased uh, or created a couple of fees that, uh, for stormwater and sewer and for the help with the pension. What did they do right? What did they do wrong?
2: Well, I mean, they've got to come up with a budget, right? I mean, uh, to them, that's their only resource, um, from my knowledge, is that, you know, they're uh, – It should have been looked at a long time ago, way before then. I mean, we've known this problem is coming. I mean, how do you not know it's coming, right? But so what's the disconnect? And that's what I'm trying to figure out is where am I missing something completely or is it just a lack of ideas or concepts or development in other areas um, rather than just creating taxes? Because we can't create fees or taxes because it's just going to push everyone out and and it's not going to help us. So, um, you know, I've got a really. I want to go in, and I really want to analyze every single line item in the budget. I want to make sure that we have stuff that is relevant to society today. That we're paying for stuff that are that's that's being used. If there's a certain sector that we have no reason spending money on, why are we spending money on it? And I think that if we rank these in priority of what the city actually needs to run its services, and to make sure that public safety is is top tier, and that everything is 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 ranked down to, you know something that costs us a hundred thousand dollars that there's no reason we haven't used this since the eighties. Why are we still putting money into to this and why are we still letting it, you know, cost us did, money?
1: Did you do the online budget challenge that the city offered on its website two years ago?
2: I did not know. Okay.
1: Nope. Uh, and that allows you to go through line by but, line on, on the expenditures and the, the revenue that's available and, and sort of craft your own budget.
2: Okay. Based yeah. on, on I was aware of it. I just didn't, I didn't take place in it. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, it, on on the the public safety end of things we're we're coming off a year that was a, a record tying year for the number of homicides in the city. what What should the city be doing differently in in terms of its its policing strategy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's community outreach. um I think it's I think it's cooperation. I think it's um, you know, I think they've I think the police department has got some uh, things coming down the line of really starting to work with uh try to work more at the street level i think it's a disconnect of of you know i mean the police get beat up a lot uh, you know all the news stories everybody that everything that happens um we've got to bridge that gap between the, the 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 public and the police department and i think the police department knows that i think they're going to want to work on that because i think people are intimidated by them but i think that with the right Training. I think they can learn how to be a little bit more uh, on the streets, if you will. And I think that helps relations. So, uh, you know, I mean, some of the stuff is, is, is gang related, uh, drug related. You know, can you stop all of that? I don't think you can always, I don't think you'll be able to stop all that completely. Um, but I think if you have a relationship between the police and the citizens uh, that they feel they have a relationship with, uh, I think it'll, it'll reduce over time. And I Do, think
1: that- Does the city need to expand the resident officer program?
2: yeah I think so. I, I think it I think it is a very beneficial product. I mean, I think having someone living in the community is huge. I mean, they but it's got to be done right. I mean, it's got to continue to grow and be done proper and make sure that there is real and and I, and should, I'm not, should the
1: city consider a a requirement to impose in in its contracts for public safety that that fire and police officers live? In the city, a residential requirement for them.
2: I think. I think it's important. I think that they should. I mean, they. You don't realize again. Back to the sales tax. We've a lot of cities run on sales tax, and for years. I mean, we don't realize how much we lose from um, people spending in other communities, and you know, those communities obviously benefit from it. But you live in the city. You should vote. You should live in the city that you you work. I mean, because then you get a vote, and you get to voice your opinion, and and make sure that you know your voice is heard, and. Unfortunately, we you know that went away years ago, and I think that it, it, it's pretty beneficial. I mean, is
1: that something you would be willing to incentivize? Because the likelihood of, of just getting it into a contract without giving something else away as as part of of that, it seems
2: low. I mean, I think we. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it is low. Uh, Everybody has to be want to improve the community. I mean, people don't realize how you know. I, I get a lot of feedback of why I'm talking to people outside of Peoria as well for support. Is but Peoria is the is the main ship. If this boat sinks, they all will go down. I mean, the whole community needs Peoria to thrive, and everybody's got to start wanting to build this community back up because otherwise we're all going to be in a world of hurt. And that's why one of the reasons I'm running, I mean, it's the most important reason I'm running is because I want to try to fix the problem and help the city council and everybody else out with new ideas and bring them new concepts and and show them that there's other ways outside the box. And and that's, you know, what are you going to give up? I mean, eventually it's just going to run out, right? I mean, that's that's why I don't understand why a lot of people don't get that is that you can only get water from the well for so long before it's dry i mean so we have to figure out a solution i think it's a very easy solution to want to live in the community that you work in and you know i'm sure a lot of people don't see it that way but that's how i see it
0: city council has one employee and that's uh
2: city manager Mm -hmm. what kind of job is patrick kirk doing um i think he's with the resources and stuff he has I, i mean he's he's doing what he all he can do i don't You know, it's everybody's fault, in my opinion. I mean, it's everybody needs, we need new ideas, we need to work together, and we need to figure out solutions to the problem. And rather than just taxing, and that's, that's all you can do.
1: I I want to ask you a couple of philosophical questions as as we wrap up here. Uh, You as a council member, if if you're lucky enough to be elected, uh, are going to be privy to some information that, that either the general public will not have, in In certain private instances, or more information than many members of the general public will choose to look at. You're also going to get a lot of feedback from members of the public on what they think you ought to be doing or, or not doing on on certain issues. When you get that feedback and and it's one hundred percent opposed, or, or a majority opposed to what what you think, with the information you have, is the right choice. Who do you listen to? Do you listen to what you believe is right, or to the majority of, of your voters who are telling you to do something different?
2: I mean, if the majority of the voters are telling me that that's what they want, I mean, then I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm there for. I mean, they're voting. If, if I am lucky enough to be on the council, I'm representing the the the, the citizens. I mean, if that's if. You know, and that's where communication and transparency. I really want to focus on, and I think we have so many social media tools to do that now. That if that's what they want, to, if that's what they want, I, I'm, I'll give it to them. I mean, if that's, I'll never vote against my constituents. If that's what they want, I'll make sure that that's what they get.
1: Okay, and and I do want to ask you too. Uh, Part of the most important job of a city council member when, when you have these ideas or, or proposals or changes is being able to count to six, get five other people to vote with you on them. How do you persuade a, a council that, that may not agree with you and, and persuade people on that council who have been there for Decades in some cases to go along with with what you want. How do you persuade someone to do something?
2: The art of communication. I mean, it's just as important at marriage or a partnership or whatever you have. You, you've got to be able to talk it out, and you've got to be able to show them points. I, I like facts. I, you know, some of these debates, I, you're asked these questions off the cuff, and unfortunately, I've been on city council, so I don't know directly the answer to you know all of them. And I like to be able to read and correctly analyze. Uh, you know the answer. And it's one of these things I want to prove to them facts and, and, and show them exactly how it is. And I think if you do that with an artistic way of, of explaining it and understand what it's going to affect when they make these decisions uh, business wise or, uh, you know, community wise, I think that we'll be able to reach the goals together and, and, and fix the town. So.
1: All right. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, the, City primary is on February 26th. The field will then be narrowed down to 10 people for the general election on April 2nd. Uh, Brandon Martin, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me.
2: Thank you yep, mm-hmm. for the time. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any
0: type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets
1: Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan.